1: That are consequential this week for child care. A lot has been happened already. Number one. Number two. I'm going to fight like heck to get them the rest of what I think has to be done. And these are really tough decisions, Senator. I, I don't in any way dismiss what Senator Murphy says about the environment. I don't dismiss it at all. So remind him, I wrote the bill on the environment. Why would I not be for it? question is, how much can we get done? Yeah, I'm not being critical, y'all, I really mean this. It was legitimate questions you're asking me. Asking me, well, you know, guess what? Employers can't find workers. I said, yeah, pay them more. This is an employee's, employee's bargaining chip now. What's happening? They're gonna have to compete and start playing hardworking people? decent wage and by the way talk of inflation the overwhelming consensus is gonna pop up a little bit and then go back down
0: welcome back I'm just trying to be a little creepy like Joe he's supposed to lead by example so I guess we're all gonna whisper and be creepy as hell now is it just me or does anybody else get the feeling that he has somebody in a pit Telling them to put lotion on their skin. And it puts the lotion on its skin. Hello, Clarice. What the hell is wrong with that man? There is so much wrong with this entire situation. I don't know if he thinks he was doing that for dramatic effect. Or he's just that far gone that he doesn't realize how crazy and creepy he just sounded. Now, I do apologize. I'm going to jump right back into another sound bite, but it's going to make sense in just a second. Check this out. After
2: just five months, the Biden administration is already a complete and total catastrophe. I told you, crime is surging. Murders are soaring. Police departments are being gutted. Illegal aliens are overrunning their borders. Nobody's ever seen anything like it. Our poor borders, they were so perfect, they were so good. Drug cartels and human traffickers are back in business like they've never been before. They're doing numbers that they've never even thought possible. And just a few short months ago, drugs were way down. Human trafficking was way down. It was all way down. It was all they had to do is go away for a little while. It was beautiful. But the schools, when you take a look at schools and you look at all of the things that happened, left-wing indoctrination camps, critical race theory is being forced on our military. Gas prices are spiking, inflation is skyrocketing, and China, Russia, and Iran are humiliating our country. Joe Biden is destroying our nation right before our very own eyes. The number one priority for everyone who wants to save America is to pour every single ounce of energy you have into winning a gigantic victory in the midterms and in 2024.
0: So the first bite is what we currently have. The second bite I played is what we had. It's amazing the stark difference between our leaders. Trump is actually coherent and knows what is going on. He still comes from a position of strength. The guy looks like he never ages and he is Trump. He has been the same way as far back as you can dig. Look at any video, audio, anything of Trump. Go back to the 80s, and he sounds like he sounds right now. Joe Biden, on the other hand, go back four years ago. See how different he sounds from four years ago to today. You cannot tell me that that man is not declining mentally. I don't care. Nobody could convince me otherwise. And some of the things Trump touched on in his speech, crime surging across the country, in Atlanta, homicides are up by 58%. New York, they're up by 13 Portland, my God, if you live in Portland, please leave. If you are conservative-minded, go to a red state, make your vote count over there, and get out of Oregon. Portland's homicide is up year over year, 533%. That is insane. Chicago, I was a little bit surprised. Their crime rate is only up, excuse me, their homicide rate is only up by 5%, which I was a little bit shocked, to say the least. They're having shootings like every single weekend, but I guess with all the shootings that we report, I guess that that's normal for them, so it's not up as much as you would think. You would think it was up a lot higher, but I guess that's just a normal year for them, which is even scarier. Uh, Los Angeles, 22%. Homicides are up. Philadelphia homicides are up 37%. And as far as shootings in general, Atlanta's 40%. New York's 64%. Portland's 126%. Jesus, Chicago's up 18%. Los Angeles is up 51%. And Philadelphia is up 27%. What do all these places have in common? They are run by radical left-wing Democrats that do not care about the people. They are only concerned with their power. They are destroying your cities. Please pay attention if you live in any of those areas and you happen to be a Republican, a conservative, even if you are just right-leaning Democrat or moderate Democrat, you know this is wrong. Get out of those cities. Get out of those states. Go somewhere where your votes count, where you can live in peace and freedom. It's time to abandon ship. All right. The uh, Daily Caller reported voters say Congress cares more about impressing the media than helping constituents in a survey. Nearly 60% of likely voters who participated in the survey published Thursday believe that Congress cares more about what media says than what their own constituents think. I mean, what we just talked about is kind of proof of that. Crime rate being up, homicides being up, they're doing nothing to fix these cities. Lori Lightfoot is more concerned with the color of who's interviewing her than she is about getting a handle on her city and stopping the violence. Doing what's right, funding the police, sending them into the worst areas and fixing her city. But she's more concerned with her public appearance and pleasing MSM instead of doing her job and making sure her city's safe. But that's that's how these Democrats are in the survey by Russellman reports. The number of respondents who said the media is more important for lawmakers was more than twice the number of voters who said that the opinion of the constituents mattered more. Fifty nine percent of respondents said their House and Senate representatives are more concerned about impressing the media, while twenty nine percent said they prioritize their constituents. Another twelve percent were hesitant to give a definitive answer. Oh boy, I can't imagine why. I'm sure they're not 100% positive who's on the other end of the phone line and are worried about the repercussions if they actually give you a truthful answer about the way they really feel. Uh, The poll was conducted via telephone online June 22nd and 23rd, and they asked nearly 900 likely voters. Republicans were 64%, Democrats 49%, and unaffiliated voters, 66% alike, were predominantly of the opinion that the lawmakers valued what the media has to say more than their constituents' concerns. Uh, When asked, do most members of Congress care what their constituents think, only 21% answered yes, while those who said no accounted for 62% of the survey. Additionally, 49% said no, and 35% answered yes when asked, does your representative of Congress care what you think? Only 17% were unsure. Well, for anybody who's unsure, let me help clarify things for you. If they actually cared so much what their constituents think, why are they defunding the police? All these cities with this eruption of crime... Their mayors and governors decided they want to defund the police, which in turn makes your cities that much more unsafe. Now, what constituent, what person thinks that's a good idea? The percentage of people that actually agree with defunding the police is minute. Nobody wants to defund the police. You go into any area that's considered a low-income area, quote-unquote, a ghetto, If you go in there and you ask them, do you want to defund the police? The overwhelming answer is no. They need more policing, not less. They need more safety, not less. So if your representative actually cared what you think, they wouldn't be doing things like that. This is where your local elections matter the most. You know, ultimately... When we elect on a federal level, when you elect a president, you're electing somebody that's not in your state, or say you're even electing your governor who doesn't live in your hometown, yes, that has impact on your life, but not as much as your local representatives have. Your local representatives are the ones that you really feel the pain if they're no good. That's why 2022, just like Trump said, there needs to be not a red wave. There needs to be a red tsunami. You guys need to take back everything. If you live in one of these areas, vote out the sick democratic way of thinking that does not work. It's a flawed ideology. The proof is literally all around you. Just look around if your city's poor, if crimes up, if killings are up, if kids education is low, that is a direct result. Of your local representatives. So at that point it would be time to check yourself. And say hey I got to vote these people out. We got to get some better representatives in here. That actually care about the area that they represent. And actually care what the people think. Not just because it looks good on mainstream media. Because they get a big name in the left. Because they're doing such a horrible job. Why do you get such a big name for doing a horrible job? Because you're doing their bidding. Because ultimately the left craves power more than anything. If they actually wanted to help the people, you relinquish power. Like, for example, Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis was putting so many laws into effect here in Florida to restrict what powers the governor has. And that's beneficial to the people. That's not beneficial if you want power. If you want power, you don't do those things. So Democrats crave power. That's all they care about is power. They do not care about you. Please pay attention. Local elections, vote them out. 2022 is right around the corner. I know it seems like light years away, but if you think about it, we're going into July at the end of this week, and it's four months till November, and then we're one year out. So it's time to start looking. It's time to get an idea who is running, study them, learn about them, find the best candidates in your area, and let's get it done. You know, the New York Post ran a perfect story that goes along with this. They ran a story that Diane Feinstein is selling her 41 million dollar Lake Tahoe estate. You want to talk about being in Congress to have power. How does somebody on a governmental salary of say 150 plus thousand dollars a year afford a 41 million dollar estate? I've seen pictures of the estate and you can look it up too. It's in the New York post. I'm sure you can find it online. If you're looking to buy a home, it's a beautiful house. I would love to own something like that myself. I just, I find myself coming up a little short on that whole $41 million deal. You know, like I'm $41 million short, but (laughs) I guess if you could afford it, go for it. My, I'm just curious. How does she afford it on her governmental salary? The only way that I could imagine she affords it is either a, she won the lotto and didn't say anything to anybody or B, She's using her name to make crooked deals and enrich herself. Kind of like Sleepy Joe and Hunter Biden. So that's the only way I could figure. There's no other way you could make that kind of money in the government. Far as I know, and I haven't checked in a while, the highest paid position in the government is actually the president. So you're worth more than Sleepy Joe is by far. It's just like Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi's worth what, like $180 million? How are you worth $180 million and you've been in the government for 30 years? Because you guys are power hungry. You don't care about your people. If you cared about your people, you'd be more interested in fixing your areas and less interested in lining your pockets. But that's their way. And I doubt it's likely to change anytime soon. So again, come 2022, be mindful of who you're voting for. The Gateway Pundit came out with an explosive report. We caught them again. New findings show coordination and collusion between P.A. and G.A. in the 2020 election steal. In the report, they say that we obtained a report showing what appears to be a coordinated effort in posting results in the 2020 election between the states of Pennsylvania and Georgia. The timestamps of the updates to the 2020 election results in these two states are too similar to be coincidence. It's a pretty interesting report. It actually has graphs showing The uh, data drops that they were giving, and it's pretty eerie, I got to say. I know everybody's sick and tired of hearing about the stolen election, and some people believe it and some people don't. I myself think there were severe problems during the election. I would like to see all of these audits come out and like to see what the real numbers are. Do I believe that it was enough to overturn the election? To be honest with you, I truly don't know. It could be, it could not be. But I'd like to know one way or the other, because in my opinion, one vote overturned or one illegal ballot is one too many. That shouldn't be happening. We're the leader in the world. You would think that our elections would be the most secure in the world, but obviously we have some serious problems. What makes it worse is Georgia passed their voter integrity law. Now the Department of Justice is suing Georgia over their voter integrity law, claiming it to be discriminatory against blacks. In the bill that Kemp signed into law, it implemented stronger voter ID requirements, it expanded early voting throughout most of the state, and it required that counties have at least one absentee ballot drop box. How is that discriminatory against blacks? The only way that that can be considered discrimination is... If you believe black people can't get IDs, they can't find drop boxes, and more or less they just can't take care of the situation themselves. Otherwise, there is no reason on earth that that bill would be considered discriminatory. None. So I think most Democrats, the DOJ, Joe Biden, all them I think you need to check yourselves. I think black people are more than capable of getting an ID. You need an ID for everything in this world. Try to do anything in this world without an ID. Go buy a car without an ID. See how that goes for you. Go to the bank without an ID. Go to a airplane flight without your ID. Go to anywhere. Go rent a car without an ID. Go to your local grocery store when you hand them your bank card. Oops. Nope. See, you need an ID to get that too, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, let's just say on some... Odd situation, you actually have a bank card, hand them your bank card, and if the grocery store doesn't ask you for their ID, they're not doing their job, they should be saying, can I see your ID, please, to make sure it lines up with the name on the card. There is nothing in this world we can do without an ID. I would venture to say most black people have licenses. I don't know, call me crazy, but I see plenty of black people driving around, so I'm just going to assume they know how to get a license. And as far as Dropboxes go... What's wrong with having a secure drop box? Making sure that nobody's tampering with it. Our votes are sacred. Our votes are extremely important. They should be guarded. They should be protected because that's the only voice we truly have in the United States. Most people that is your only way of speaking to the government directly saying hey, no, I don't want you. I want this guy. It should be protected. And expanding early voting, they're giving you more time not less. So if Time is your problem. If you're having problems with scheduling or whatnot, if they're expanding it, they're giving you more time to get there so you can plan to vote ahead of time. This is all a big game. It's a big shell game. It's not about voter integrity. I can tell you right now, the Department of Justice does not want these states looking into the 2020 election. They're fighting it with everything that they have. They don't want the Arizona audit to come out. They don't want Pennsylvania's audit to come out. They don't want Georgia's audit to come out because once they start coming out and showing what's really going on, there's going to be a lot of questions to answer. And then, if it does happen to get proven that Trump actually did win those states and it would change the numbers into his favor, then we have some even bigger questions. Far as I know, in the Constitution... Everybody that I've heard, everybody that I've talked to, even in the digging that I've done myself, there is no clause that Trump comes back. Now, could Joe Biden be impeached? That would be a question. Well, if you cheated, I would assume at that point you could start impeachment proceedings saying you're an illegitimate president. You and Kamala got to go. Being that currently Democrats hold the Senate and the House, that would be highly unlikely to pass. But if that changed in 2022 and all of this came out then, could it happen? Sure. Who's next in line though? Nancy Pelosi. Unless that changes in 2022 and that's an ugly situation in itself. And I know I'm repeating myself a little bit from a previous podcast where I already touched on this, but it is taking a long time for all of this information to come out and we are all kind of waiting to see. Hopefully it'll come out sooner than later And we'll get a real answer and go forward from there. I don't know what it's going to be. I don't think anybody does at this point, but we'll just have to wait and see. That about wraps it up for me. Um, If you would, I would humbly ask you to rate and review me to help more people find me on Apple Podcasts and wherever they download their podcasts. I guess if I'm charting higher, more people can find me. Otherwise, you can check me out on Rumble. I'm also doing videos there every Friday. I had one last Friday. There'll be one again this Friday. Um, you can reach out to me if you go to littlejoecc.com I have a uh, contact page there if you'd like to ask me anything any questions or you'd like to just you know say something negative to me that's cool too you can also check out I have my podcast there I'm still working on the store part of it because I'm trying to get all the proper licensing here in Florida which I believe I've said that already and besides that I hope you had a wonderful weekend hope you're having a good Tuesday to at least start off and I will see you again on Friday